Good morning to Christopher Pine and Anthony Albanese. Good morning to you guys. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Well, I'm not sure if you'd call it the big news, but certainly one item of news this morning is that the man who came within a bee's whisker of becoming Prime Minister 14 years ago, Mark Latham, is now a member of the One Nation Party and he's going to be running for the New South Wales upper house at the next NSW election. Um, Your thoughts, gentlemen, starting with you if we can, Chris. Well, my first thought was that he'll probably get elected. Uh, if he's number one on One Nation's uh, Legislative Council ticket, uh, I think he'd be hard-pressed uh, not to win. So he'll, Mark Grayson will be back in politics uh, as the leader of One Nation in New South Wales. So he's a man that's full of surprises, and this is the latest um, twist and turn in a very high-profile and controversial political career. What's your assessment of Latham, Albo? Were you were you a, a Beasley person, or did you switch over to, to Mark Latham ahead of ahead of him becoming leader in the run up to the two thousand and four election? Uh, the the only time I've ever uh, pleaded with people in a leadership ballot, as opposed to just um, lobbied, was uh, to plead with them to not elect Mark Latham as leader of the Labor Party, which I did. Uh, he won by one vote, tragically. And uh, I think uh, the the country probably dodged a bullet, frankly, in not electing him prime minister, given the erratic nature of his political engagement uh, ever since. Uh, I think this will end in tears. I think Christopher's probably right. He certainly is favoured to get elected as number one on the Legislative Council ticket. It's a very low quota. You don't need that high a vote. But... There is no no question that he will fall out with Pauline Hanson, just like he's fallen out with David Lionhelm, just like he's fallen out with everyone he's ever had associations with over the last 20 years. How do you go from being a Labor person to a One Nation person? Do you see it as an ideological thing or... Rather, as you alluded to, is it just his personality that he just seems to get to a point where he burns everyone and moves on to find new meat? Oh, I think it's a, it's a personality thing. Um, Mark has a chip on his shoulder and uh, always has. The, the, the signs were there, the incident with the taxi driver, the, uh, the anger issues, uh, the erratic policy issues. He was out there favouring flat tax at one stage. He's He's pursued all sorts of uh, different policies that are contradictory uh, over the years. And, and uh, I mean, the tragedy here is this is a guy who people in southwestern Sydney, working people who couldn't afford it, uh, chipped in dollars week after week to send him through university, one of their own, uh, to, so he didn't have to work. Uh, his way through university like a whole lot of other people do. Um, and uh, he turned his back on them. Mm. And, uh, you know, this is a guy who has no self-awareness. And I think uh, that's why uh, it always ends in him falling out, whether it be the falling out with political colleagues or indeed professional. This is a guy who's been... Uh, effectively from a whole range of media jobs that that he's had. He used to have a column in uh, the Sydney Daily Telegraph. He had a column in the Financial Review. He had a show on Sky News. And 
on all of those. They didn't last. Mm. Uh, Christopher Pine, I want to switch the conversation to China. There's a charm offensive going on at the moment. Maurice Payne, uh, the foreign minister, uh, heading over to China to um, um, strengthen the relationship between our two countries. But here at home, it's been revealed that uh, Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has signed a memorandum of understanding with China to be a part of their controversial uh, Belt and Road initiative without consulting the federal government. What's your take on that? I think this is a really interesting story, and I think there's a, there's a long way to go on this story. The, I was very surprised uh, to see that Victoria, a state, had signed a memorandum of understanding with China, a sovereign national government. Now, I know that they consulted the Department of Foreign Affairs early in the piece uh, and then went ahead and negotiated their own Belt and Road Initiative Infrastructure Memorandum of Understanding. I do think that Daniel Andrews needs to release this memorandum of understanding uh, during the Victorian state election so that people can see what Victoria has signed up to. Now, we obviously encourage uh, uh, economic engagement with China, but the Belt and Road Initiative is really a national uh, project in China to engage with other sovereign countries around the world. And I'm not uh, convinced that the Victorian government is the right uh, body to be signing a uh, MOU with another national government when it's a state. Mm. But let's see it. Let's um, let's get this memorandum of understanding out there for people to have a look at. Uh, if he's got nothing to hide with respect to the MOU, then he should be prepared to release it. What's your take on it, Albo? Is it a, is it a good idea that the Labor government in Victoria has gone down this path? Oh, look, uh, my understanding is that the, the MOU creates a a consultative mechanism, uh, nothing nothing more than that. And uh, the fact is the Victorian government did consult uh, the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade before uh, these uh, negotiations began. And you've had quite a contradictory position uh, from the Prime Minister saying it's a bad idea, but the Trade Minister and the Foreign Affairs Minister saying it was a good idea. Uh, so I think um, this is much ado about nothing, really. What Webb said is that uh, we'll examine any uh, Belt and Road Initiative projects on a case-by-case basis and act in Australia's national interest, and that's what we should do. I was very critical of the decision to lease the Port of Darwin uh, to a- an entity that is certainly... Uh, Chinese uh, controlled and I think uh, that wasn't in Australia's national interest because that is obviously a strategic piece of infrastructure uh, for the nation. Contradictions potentially on your side too, Albo. There's a senior Labor MP quoted in the the Australian this morning saying that uh, this must be stopped. This um, and you're saying it's much to do about nothing. So, oh, you can you 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 can always find one. I can probably I can probably name them. Okay, uh, you can. Yeah, feel free. Uh, Who is it? I can probably name them. Well, well, if you want to rent a quote about an, a position that's hostile to China on any issue, of what particular? There, there's one in Victoria you can go to at any time. Okay. Well, who is it? <laughs> Who is it? I don't know who you mean. Yeah, we're South oh, Australians you do. here. You do work it out. There's got to be. There's got to be some 
intrigued. Hey, just quickly before we let you go, this is just for you, Chris. When's the ScoMo Express coming to South Australia? <laughs> the old ScoMobile. Well, it's going very well in Queensland. It's much loved. The plane uh, or the north? It's, uh, on its trip north, it's going very well. Uh, the good thing about ScoMo is that he's uh, going to campaign relentlessly right through to Election Day because it's too important to let uh, Labor... Uh, back into office. They've already started lined up the curtain sizes in the ministerial wing, the Labor Party. They're so certain of winning. But I think ScoMo's going to give them a real run for their money. When are we going to see it on Lower North East Road, though? <laughs> well, hopefully soon. I mean, I can't wait to get on the ScoMobile and uh, and head wherever the Prime Minister wants to go. I'm a, I'm 100% with ScoMo. I'll be yeah. waiting on Merrickville Road with a box of tomatoes until it turns up. (laughs) You went went under the bus with Malcolm Turnbull, Christopher. No way. Good on you, guys. I'm still standing. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still standing here, yeah. (laughs) Chris Chris Pine. Pine. Anthony Albanese, two tribes.